2: Well, you had an incredible weekend. Thanks for having us on. I mean, the weather over the weekend was great. It's
1: fantastic.
2: Uh, and uh, still looking to continue that. 102 today and just carbon copy today's weather for the rest of the week and into the weekend. All right. I'm and here s- for it. Still, no moisture in sight. So here we are in monsoon season. And so far, as they had predicted, it could be a nonsoon season. Uh, it's uh, it's looking that way so far. But that can always change.
1: How does that you know? make you feel?
2: Uh, that it can always change?
1: No. That currently it's a non-zoom
2: makes me feel pretty incredible, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Um. All right. So, was it last week, couple of weeks? It was a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about this uh, solo excursion that was going to go on. You mm-hmm. know, and we ultimately decided that I was going to go shoot my gun by myself, and it was it was all stemming off of like a rule to teach your son about the uh, tranquility and the um what. Co- just the benefits that come along with traveling by yourself. Yes, that is a rule to teach your son is to go travel by yourself. And it came out that I I have never done it. I I I don't do anything by myself. No, not at all. I've always got a buddy, a wife, kid, whatever. I got I got people with me. Yeah. You know why do things by yourself when you got friends and things to do activities with? You know, with with, with you know. Yes. Um. So it was a, a challenge that I accepted that I'm going to go do something by myself. Let's see how it feels. Baby steps. I'm not traveling. I just got to go do an activity by myself.
1: Which was a huge step for you. It yeah. really was.
2: I mean, some of the options shooting a gun, uh, Top Golf, going to Dave and Buster's. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Golfing. Golfing. 18 holes by myself. Yeah. There's a whole bunch. Yes. And somebody had thrown out uh, camping. And I said, I'd not go camping by myself. I, did. I just have a feeling I'd be out there doing my thing, lighting a fire, and then hearing a. Like a whore, the horse, uh, a bear coming in, right? Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'm going to get eaten by a bear. I was joking when I said that. You were. But yes. I mean, uh, and there's partial, you know, fear there. But then the story over the weekend up in Groom Creek, Arizona, there was a dude killed by uh, an unprovoked bear attack. I saw that. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Uh 66-year-old dude camping by himself, sitting at his campsite. And uh, this bear came up behind him and started attacking him. Witnesses reportedly tried to scare the bear away and stop the attack, but were unsuccessful. Somebody did uh, have a gun on them and did shoot and kill the bear, Uh, but it was too late. Uh, Sheriffs say that bear attacks like this are exceedingly rare, and uh, there didn't appear to be any obvious attractants that drew the bear to the area or to attack the man. Officials say that there is no known information to suggest the public is at any further risk. Right. Well, the bear's dead, so.
1: Well, I mean, that's good, yeah. (laughs) I mean, but that's, like, definitely, like, worst
2: case scenario. Well, it is worst case scenario, and I kind of joked about it, but it's something that can actually happen, you know, and that's scary. Yeah. This is the second deadly bear attack in Arizona since the mid-1980s, but I'm telling you, man, with my luck, it would have been me getting eaten by that bear out there, Cheyenne.
1: It would not have. (laughs) What's crazy is, like, remember, also, a couple weeks ago, the bear that was just, like, Walking its way through the parking lot in Prescott. Oh, in Prescott, In the yeah. Safeway. Could you imagine if something... Like, what What baffles me is that this guy was in, in the woods, hanging out, minding his own business, an unprovoked bear attack, and yet there's a bear wandering around in a parking lot just minding its own business. But then,
2: like, I was watching the news this morning. They covered this story um, on the, uh, the national news, and then they were just kind of... Um, Piece it together. Footage of all these bear encounters all across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh remember the the video of that dude that was in his hammock, you know, on his back patio,
0: and oh, he's yeah. just reading the book,
2: <laughs> and then got, saw something of the corner of his eye. It was a black bear. And he just kind of you know, and, and then it's like you don't expect it. So what do you do in that situation? Yeah, you know, we had that conversation. You know, in the, the story of the bear in Prescott that you referenced. You know, what would you do in that situation? Do you act bigger than you were? Do you run back in the store? Do you run? I mean, what do you do? What what was the outcome of
1: that? I don't think there was really an actual. I think what it do you depended do when you on bear? the bear.
2: Yeah,
1: like it was if it was a grizzly bear, it was one thing, but if it was a black bear, it was another thing.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but I mean, definitely a scary situation. Has anybody, uh, Camel Nation, have you been in a scary situation like this with when camping? I mean, you're out in the woods. Mm-hmm. You're out in the home of these wild animals: cougars, bears uh deer elk i mean you name it there's animals out there yeah when you go camping you're living in their home yeah and they uh where where they live and eat and poop and everything else and have babies you know i mean that's that's where they live and you go set up a camp you're in their neighborhood you, you, you absolutely are so i'm sure maybe a wild animals crossed your your uh campsite maybe it's a skunk or a porcupine how do you how, how do you handle that situation
1: uh, I don't. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I honestly have no clue.
2: Yeah, I just outrun the barbs of the uh the the porcupine. Yeah. I don't know. Porcupines
1: I, are pretty slow. They they walk. Yeah, but
2: they also shoot. You know, I've never uh,
1: seen a porcupine shoot kay. its quills. I have
2: seen Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever cartoon has <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> they get startled. <laughs> Needles go everywhere, <laughs> and they stick in you with the little barbs and stuff. You know, but I mean, you're out camping. Yeah. You're out in the wild. Have you ever encountered a wild animal? Uh, I'd love to hear uh, your story. You can text us at 22108. Well, have you ever encountered a scary situation with a run in, you know, with a wild animal or something while out camping in the woods? And uh, that's that type of situation where your adrenaline, like it just, just starts pumping. It's like a fight or flight situation. You know, and there's a dude up in, uh, it was up near uh, Press right? Uh Groom Creek Arizona. Uh yeah, it's in uh, Prescott. Uh dude was camping, hanging out by the campfire, doing his thing and then a bear came and attacked him. Uh unfortunately he did not uh, he did not make it. No. Uh, there were some other campers there that did uh that did take the bear down, you know, and um and kill him so it does not happen again. I mean, if one if he goes after a human then and he gets away, you know, he's going to feel like he's able to do it. More, yeah, you know, and it would probably happen again. So, luckily, they uh took care of the bear, but it's a scary situation, man. You're out in the woods, you're out in their home, their territory. It's where they are. Does a bear poo in the woods? Yeah, probably does. Yeah, you're out there in his home, you watched him do it, maybe. (laughs) You know, let's just hope he never uh he never wanders onto your campsite like you did with this guy, yeah. And that's one reason I didn't go camping alone, (laughs) you know. And uh, we were talking about. uh, a solo activity for me to do. And I had joked about being eaten by a bear mm-hmm. if I'm out there by myself. It's something that can happen. Evidence over the weekend. Although it is it
1: very, very,
2: yeah. very rare. This is only the second uh, bear deadly bear attack in Arizona since the mid 80s. Yeah. But with my luck, Cheyenne, like I said, it probably would have happened to me.
1: Only because you're bringing it. I feel like the bear can smell your fear. <laughs> yeah, He'd be but, like, oh, I'm going to get this that's guy.
2: Right. He can smell the fear for me leaving my driveway and in East up Yep. All the way from Prescott. He knew you He's were coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very sad situation, you know, and uh, prayers go out to this dude's family yes. and uh, them, um, you know, handling this situation. But have you, has this ever happened to you? Not, you know, where you encounter something. You're in a scary situation. You're out of the woods, man. A lot of wild animals from bears to wolves to to elk to porcupines to skunks. Have you ever had an encounter with and coyotes and, and wolves and stuff? Have you ever had an encounter like that out in the woods when you've been camping? Text coming in at 22108. Uh, text with the 602. I once was camping in the foothills of Camelback Mountain when I encountered a rancid smell. Ew. I determined it was a skunk, but then I, uh, <laughs> then I remembered I had earlier consumed the Taco Bell Crunch <laughs> and then I ruled out the skunk.
1: Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Jesse. Text to the 63, always go camping with somebody who's slower than you.
1: <laughs> it's like we say, you don't have to be faster than the animal. You just have to be faster than the, the
2: person that you're person, with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> text to the 928, my mom was once running in her own neighborhood. She saw what looked like a dog, but very far away. But when she got closer, it turns out it was a bear, oh. and the bear did not see her. They had a standoff for a few seconds, and then the bear ran into the meadow. That was uh, that was next to them. Authorities were called, and eventually they found a hunter with a bear tag, and uh, that guy got the bear.
1: Oh well, that's good.
2: Yeah, so that uh, nothing he didn't injure somebody else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once they get accustomed to garbage cans and, and no one where the food is, it can be da- very dangerous. Yeah, they keep coming back. Texas four eight zero. I was chased by a pissed off cow. <laughs> yes, a cow. I thought it was a bull, but it was a cow. My six-year-old was looking at the cow, and then she started stomping the ground. Uh, and as I went to tell my son to come, she charged him. There I was running. Th- there I was running through the dang forest at pace, with my six-year-old in my arm, running from what must have been a cow with mad cow syndrome.
1: Geez. Cows are mean. Cows are, never can be very a, aggressive.
2: Aside from a bull, I've never encountered a mean cow. Really? No. All the cows that I've encountered are like Clarabelle, you know, and no. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse.
1: <laughs> Clarabelle. No, nice, they can be right? mean. They can be super mean.
2: Text at the 602, living in Alaska at age 13, had a bull moose pick up the tent that me and my sister oh. were supposed to sleep in. He dragged the tent 30 yards before finally disappearing into the forest.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: That's one of those, dude. You're, you're, the tent's yours. Thank it. Yeah,
1: it's 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 fine. I will not sleep in tent.
2: <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna sleep in the vehicle <laughs> that has like hard windows and locks. I'm not going in the tent that
1: you cannot get into. Yeah. Thank we, you.
2: I mean, my family. We just refuse to tent camp anymore. And I mean, yeah, it's it's well, and it's not because of safety reasons. We've just.
1: They're you're since, glampers. We are glampers you're now. Glampers. We have
2: purchased a travel trailer, <laughs> and ever since then, my wife refuses to sleep at a tent. Yeah. I love tent camping. I wouldn't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh-huh. You know, my wife has just been, uh, she's got a taste of the good life, you know, <laughs> in a travel trailer and the safety of a travel trailer, and she refuses to tent camp. It's <laughs> so, a solid life,
1: though. Like, yeah. I totally get it.
2: Yeah. Uh, have you ever encountered a wild animal? Uh, how did you handle the situation? We'd love to hear your story. You can text us 221 22108. Yeah. Well, we're wanting to hear all about your scary wildlife encounters while out camping. Uh, what happened? <laughs> there is a, a dude up in, uh over o- over by Prescott, uh, Groom Creek, Arizona, attacked and uh, killed by a bear over the weekend. He was yeah. out camping by himself. You know, it's just it's scary. You know, you got nobody watching you back if you're out there by yourself, literally. I mean, you're, you're there at the campfire. The bear comes up right up behind you. Yeah. And then if you're listening to music with earbuds in or whatever you're doing out there, you then know, you
1: definitely don't. Know. Yeah, that's yeah. tough,
2: very tough. But you know what happens? You're out in the woods. You're out in there where they live. You know it can happen. So we're wanting to hear about uh, some of your encounters and uh, text your at two two one away. We'll get to a few more here and then uh, we will move on. Cheyenne, okay. Uh, text to the four eight zero. A, a lot of people are actually saying this. Watch Cocaine Bear if you have not.
1: I have heard of Cocaine Bear. I have not seen it yet. Watch
2: it. I mean, it's it's based on a true story, uh-huh. but I mean, <laughs> the majority of the movie is you know producers and directors assuming what happened after the bear was high <laughs> on cocaine. <laughs> It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't okay. too bad. Uh, text at the 602, I was attacked by four cougars at a local bar. <laughs> it, it was a long night. Okay.
1: Sounds treacherous.
2: Uh, text at the 40, no, I was camping at Roosevelt Lake. I got woken up by javelinas getting Ew. into my ice chest. Aww. Lucky uh, my firewood came in handy, and I just started chucking pieces <laughs> at their heads, and they ran off. Yeah, those things could be... Uh, could be gnarly.
1: Yeah, they can. But They're not
2: were, nice. There were some stories. I think it was last summer, right, where there were people were walking the dog. And yeah, the javelina felt threatened and attacked the owner.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Don't they know that that's rude?
2: <laughs> that's right, <laughs> how dare them? <laughs> Text the six zero two. I was an idiot, nine year old child. We were camping in Sierra Vista. My mom was asleep in my tent trailer. Uh, My two sisters and I were playing outside. I wandered off a little bit, and I saw a skunk. I wanted to say, I wanted to pet said skunk, Cheyenne. (laughs) Next thing I knew, the skunk was coming after me. He bit me on the knee and sprayed me. I had to get rabies shots. Wow. They are cute animals, Cheyenne. They
1: are. When they have their their skunk...
2: They're stinker. They're
1: stinker removed. Yeah, basically. They actually make really good pets.
2: Wow, well, that one bit. Yeah. Bit well, the that's person. also
1: a wild skunk that's not domesticated. Aren't they all wild? <sighs> yes. Technically. But if you get them as babies, you can more so domesticate them. And then they just are uh, like.
2: Is cats. it legal, though? Is it legal in Arizona? Oh, A pet skunk? Yes. Is it really? Yes, it is. Wow. Uh, text with the 602. My wife and I live in Top of the World, Arizona. Oh. Where's that? City? So well, it's top of the world, change. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, there. Yeah. Okay. Sounds kinda
2: cool though. It does top know. of the world, Arizona. It's about forty six hundred feet high. It's oh all forested. In the last six months, we've had three mountain lion encounters, a black bear, coyotes, and a Mexican gray wolf. We never walk around our property without carrying a firearm. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Wow. text uh, texted the 623, me and my family uh, were camping over the weekend and saw something come up to our campsite at about, oh, and something came up to our campsite at about three o'clock in the morning. Luckily, we have a retired working cattle dog and she scared off whatever it was. Oh, good. But it sounded mean, couldn't <laughs> tell what it was. Hashtag, thank God for a trailer.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, see, I mean
2: that's the nice thing—you have some like aluminum or some metal between you and whatever a wild animal it is. Yeah, not fabric. Tent. Yeah, (laughs) waterproof fabric. That's gonna keep the bear (laughs) away. Nice piece of
1: nylon. (laughs) Yes.
2: I know, I know, but it's so crazy though. When you're camping, you got to have a tent, right? You have the privacy of the non see through walls around you. Yeah, but might as well not even have a tent. I just
1: as as like. I, uh, recent as these encounters are, I still don't think it's enough to make me not want to go camping.
2: Yeah. Well, you just got to know what you're doing. Yeah.
1: And also, I don't think I've ever gone or will ever go camping without being armed in some way.
2: Yeah. Uh, Texted the 602, the guy that was attacked by cougars at a local bar. Oh, hang on. That's what happens when you drink of the wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I right, appreciate those texts today. She refuses to the tank camp. Solid. So, like, yeah.
0: I, it's <laughs> totally oh. life, though. Yeah. I get it. You ever, uh, have the uh, animal? Uh, her to watch waste. Well, how did you? Love to hear you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.